Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in-depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are pleased to welcome Dr. Stephen Reed to the program. Dr. Reed serves as Baylor's Vice Provost for Faculty Diversity and Belonging. A longtime faculty member in Baylor's George W. Truett Theological Seminary, he was appointed to the role of Vice Provost last fall. In this role, Dr. Reed supports excellence and equity in the Baylor faculty by facilitating the flourishing of underrepresented faculty through improved interactions with non-underrepresented faculty, staff, and students, and he works to seek greater recognition the contributions of underrepresented faculty here at Baylor. Dr. Reed and his office support these goals through faculty hiring, retention, tenure, and promotion appropriate for Baylor as an R1 Christian Research University, and he continues to serve as Professor of Christian Scriptures at Truett Seminary, which is the role you were in when we had you on last time uh, a couple years back. It's great to have you on here today, Dr. Reed. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. This is a great opportunity. It's always good to connect with the voice of Baylor. <laughs> well, one what, what of them anyway, but uh, good to have you on here as well in the various roles that uh, you have, uh, you've been a part of, and we really appreciate that and appreciate what you're doing. And uh, let me ask you first, you know, you've been a longtime Baylor faculty member, now you're serving in a different role, but whichever side of the uh, ledger you're on, what are some things that you enjoy about working and serving your, with your fellow faculty members across campus? One of the things that I enjoy and I hear time after time when you talk to people who work at Baylor, they say, we can bring our whole self to the job. In so many positions in higher education, you can bring your scholarly self, but you can't bring your faithful self. Part of what Baylor does is it provides an opportunity to understand persons as whole persons who are scholars and people of faith at the same time. So that's uh, one of the key things that I really enjoy about Baylor. Well, you've been uh, part of this for a, uh, for, for a while now here at Baylor on the research side, working with students, working with your faculty, and enjoyed talking about your research. And now this work that, uh, that you're doing, moving over to Patton F. Hall and working with those faculty in a different way. Let me ask you, as we, as we dive into this, was a role like this, your new role again, Vice Provost for Faculty Diversity and Belonging, was that something you ever anticipated doing? Was that something you saw yourself moving to at some point? This is not something I ever saw myself moving into. Uh, I really enjoyed the classroom. And when this opportunity arose, it arose in a, in a funny way. Uh, I was talking with a friend of mine, and he said, well, you may hate me for this, but I just nominated you for consideration for this position. <laughs> and I thought about it, I prayed about it, and lo and behold, it came to pass. Uh, but it wasn't something that I had put on my to-do list of things well, and you, you enjoyed teaching and you enjoyed what you were doing, which sometimes makes it all the more interesting when someone moves to a different role and they're happy in the one they were in. What was it that was appealing about this? What was it that got your attention right off the bat? It's easy to come into Baylor and to feel sort of lonely or isolated and not connecting with the broader Baylor community. 
I've been very fortunate. I've had good mentors and friends at Baylor, and I want to be a good mentor and friend as new people come into Baylor and as people try to navigate and getting the most out of all the resources that we have at Baylor. I think of things like uh, Communio. Uh, I think of things like the Academy of Teaching and Learning. We have so many rich resources that often faculty, especially new faculty, don't know how they can connect with. And part of my position is to help them connect with the things that are going to help their teaching, help their research, but also help their faith life so that they really blossom during their time here at Baylor. Visiting with Dr. Stephen Reed, and th- this is a, a new role, again, Vice Provost for Faculty Diversity and, and Belonging. You've described what it was that attracted you to the role, but what were some of Baylor's goals in creating this that they shared with you as you looked at it? Uh, Baylor's goals had to do with, it, it really, I think, would reverse the words so that belonging would be first. Uh, during the coach survey, one of the things that uh, became apparent is faculty and staff and students really enjoy being at Baylor. However, underrepresented faculty, staff, and students don't enjoy it quite as much. And so part of uh, what the administration understood is that maybe we need to have someone who pays attention to closing that gap so that the satisfaction level is high all across our various populations. You know, you you described that sense of, of belonging and I got to think there's a lot of different ways that closing that gap benefits faculty, students, and, uh, you know, everyone that everyone with whom they come in contact, the university as well. What are some of the ways you see that, uh, that, that benefiting uh, the different stakeholders, if you will? It benefits all the stakeholders because each time a stakeholder has a sense of, I am a stakeholder, I am someone who belongs here then they convey that and they provide a different sort of hospitality. There's the hospitality when you're a guest and you're sort of trying to navigate, okay, I want to be a good host, but I really don't belong here. But it's a very different world when you say, I am a host. I do belong here. God has put me here for a reason. The people around me know that I am here for a reason. And we work together to provide a hospitable and nourishing environment for all who come in. You touched on that. Uh, you touched on coming here to Baylor, I should say, uh, a little bit. But I want to dive into that a little bit. As you think about that vision that you just that you just uh, shared with us so well, how have your own experiences shaped you for this role? Are there things that stand out to you that you're excited that you think, man, it would have been nice if, you know, when I got here, when other faculty that I know, when we got here X number of years ago, if this was here for One of the things that happens at Baylor is that Baylor is steeped in tradition, but there's no booklet to read about Baylor traditions. And so one of the things that I'm looking forward to and one of the things I try to do with new faculty is I try to send them notes saying, something's coming up, this is a Baylor tradition, 
you may not have gotten the email. For instance, this year, when it was homecoming time, uh, I sent out a note saying it's homecoming. This is a big deal at Baylor. This is a chance for you to get connected to the Baylor community. Now, I know that sounds pretty trite on some level, but homecoming is big at Baylor. People who enjoy Baylor often enjoy homecoming. And it's a time to sort of find yourself part of that broader Baylor community. And just knowing those sorts of things. Uh, Dia de Loso, a, a tradition that doesn't happen in every other school. And often, if you're a new faculty member, you don't find out much about it uh, until someone says, oh, this is an opportunity for you to belong. There are all sorts of those sorts of things that happen on Baylor's campus that we often can miss out on. For instance, I, I'm still struck by we have over 300 musical performances at Baylor every year. This is an opportunity for people to make a connection, to be part of the Baylor community and listen to some really good music. And so part of my office helps people connect in these ways. Another thing that we do is really faculty and staff can support one another. I'm excited to say that we are getting a new employee resource group, an ERG. I know that sounds much more HR than it mm -hmm. needs to be. But what this is, is it's a group of folks who work for the school who come together to celebrate, to socialize, and to support one another. We have a new group of veterans who are forming an employee resource group. And they're just going to get together and chat, talk about ways in which they can support one another, talk about ways in which they can help vets who are on the faculty and staff get better acquainted. We have also a new uh, Latinx faculty and staff association. And one of the things they're doing is they have an Instagram which introduces you to various Latinx faculty and staff and gives you a picture, a little bit of a bio. These are just ways in which the people who work for Baylor also nurture other communities in ways that really help us be a community of belonging. Um, we have the Black Faculty and Staff Association, which started uh, several years ago. Dr. Dominic Hill was one of the instigators of this group. And it provides a place just to come together, to chat, to share, and have that sense of belonging. So these are just some little things, but they make a really big difference in how one encounters Baylor. You know, Dr. Reed, as you, you describe that, I'm thinking, you know, we, you could, as we put ourselves in positions at, in new situations or socially or in a group environment, you know, is there an element of the, the quicker, more quickly you get people connected and feel like you said that idea of being a stakeholder, the reverse can also be true if it's not there, right? The more you feel separate from an event or unsure one year and then the next year, does that build, you know, that kind of slightly loosen the bonds you feel? So it's, there's a positive, but there's also, if it's not there, there can be almost a, uh, a, a, a slow pulling away that if they don't have someone inviting them in could become a bigger deal. 
that's that's such a good question and such a great observation. One of the things that happens is when you are interviewed, the university makes you feel like, oh, you are a valued person. And the university really needs to continue that conversation once you land in Waco. Because often you can get the sense of, I was recruited to be here, and now that I'm here, I'm just chopped liver. And so we really want to help people get connected to other students, faculty, and staff, help them get connected to churches and synagogues, help them get connected to civic groups in Waco and McLennan County, because all those connections help people understand that when they come to Baylor, they're coming to a community that enjoys one another, that works together, and that working together makes us all flourish and thrive. This is Baylor Connections. We are visiting with Dr. Stephen Reed, Baylor's Vice Provost for Faculty Diversity and Belonging. And you mentioned some some of the programs, but let, let, let's dive into some of those uh, even more. Dr. Brickhouse at the faculty meeting last week uh, was talking about how you're doing some some cool things with faculty. You mentioned the groups that are forming, the social media connections. What are some other programmatic elements that you're excited about? One of the things I'm excited about is we are having a reception and celebration of women faculty at Baylor. People often think that women faculty are latecomers. Baylor. But already in the 19th century, we have women faculty. And we will be celebrating during Women's Heritage Month. We will be celebrating women faculty. Our women faculty are doing groundbreaking work in research and in teaching and in collaboration with one another. And so in this reception, we're just going to celebrate that. We're also going to, we've already had a discussion of African-American recovery of stories through digital humanities. We'll be doing more of that. In the fall, we hope to have a digital humanities and the Latinx heritage. So the more we recognize that we are a diverse community that has voices and really new images, the more we can see ourselves moving into the future. Uh, President Livingstone talks about Baylor as a preeminent Christian R1 university. And in order to pull all of that together, we have to pay attention to what holds us together as a Christian community and what holds us together as people who belong to one another because we belong to Christ. And so those things really do connect. And so we want our programmatics to go with the the real mission of the university. Visiting with Dr. Stephen Reed. And and Dr. Reed, as you described that, is there there anything like a quote-unquote typical day for you as you build that? I would think each day brings something different and exciting amidst that. Uh, There is no typical day in the life of a vice provost. Uh, I try to get to the office 
Uh, I try to go through my devotions, and then I deal with whatever fire is on my desk. Um, sometimes the fire is on my desk, and I don't get to those devotions right away. Uh, part of what I like about this job is you have all sorts of challenges, uh, and they change by day to day. And so there's really no time to get bored uh, because – one moment you're trying to think through issues of recruitment and retention of faculty or students, and the next moment you're trying to think of what are ways you can help folks improve their research so that they can get more support uh, from the university. You get to move back and forth. There's never really much time to just sort of get bored in the everydayness of things. Well, you've described programs and interactions that, uh, that build that uh, sense of belonging in the community. You mentioned research as well. What does, what does that look like as you serve faculty or departments across campus in their, in their research endeavors? Research endeavors are really core to what makes Baylor an R1 school. And one of the things that really is interesting and helpful is that we can benefit from research without having to be an expert. One of the things we often miss is how many wonderful lectures there are on Baylor's campus every week. You can learn all sorts of things. The history department during Black History Month had a speaker talk about black and brown in Panama wonderful lecture built on her research. We've seen similar lectures in religion at the seminary, uh, in fields, in the STEM fields. So part of research is also a way in which the community can be educated about things that aren't their own research interests by hearing experts in the field. A lot of great examples there. Uh, it kind of reminds me, even as you're talking, when you talk about the music and the lectures, how many things probably most of us, uh, if we can get too busy in the day-to-day, can, can, can miss out on as well and need to make those connections as we visit with Dr. Stephen Reed. So you connect people on campus in, in various ways. You serve them that speaks to that belonging and retention what about, uh, what about that sense of recruitment? You know, we are growing the faculty, Illuminate Forward, what, 100 net new faculty over the next five years, and we want to build a diverse faculty. What, what, what does that look like? In what ways do you serve trying to, uh, trying to build that, uh, that great R1 Christian University faculty? Building a great Christian R1 faculty means we have to be Proactive. I apologize for using sports metaphors, but a coach who just waits for the players to sign up and doesn't do recruiting isn't a good coach. Baylor doesn't keep coaches like that. And when we do a faculty search, we need to be just as intense as coaches in recruitment. If we want to have a diverse faculty, 
We've got to reach out, not just make an advertisement, but we have to make a call. We have to send an email. We have to connect with people. As uh, one of my colleagues, Jim Benninghoff, says, it's called a search for a reason. It's not called an advertise. It's mm -hmm. called a search. The more we look for excellent people in the communities that we're used to looking for and in communities that we've not looked at before, the more likely we are to bring excellent people here from diverse backgrounds because we've looked in diverse places. One of the things that really energizes us at Baylor is that we work at a great university. And so we should be able to call great people. And excellence is always a part of what we're, we're working at. But that means, as I said, you got to make a call, you got to send an email, you got to connect with someone. Because if you're asking a person to make a wager in their career that Baylor is the right place for them, they want to be able to look you in the eye and have you say, we know that God is calling you to this place and that this is risky, but it is worth it. And so in the process of search, I want to be a cheerleader for the search committees, but I also want to be a guide. Sometimes a search committee needs to know if I call or email this institution and talk to this person, then I'll get the best applicants for my position. And my office is, is, going, is increasingly doing more of that sort of matchmaking. You're in this field. These are the places you can go to connect with applicants. You use the term matchmaking. I like that. And is that fun for you? And also, what does it mean, whether it results in a hire for that position or not? What does it mean? What's the compound interest of searching in new places over time? The compound interest of searching in new places is that you meet new people and you learn new things. Now, some of those will turn into faculty lines and some of those will turn into just good relationships you have over the course of time. So let's say that we bring in a guest lecturer from a university and that person gives a great lecture and we don't have a faculty spot for that person. Well, we've made a relationship. And so that relationship will start a conversation. That conversation can start new research together. It can start all sorts of ideas and collaborations that we hadn't thought of before. And maybe eventually those will turn into a new faculty position. But even if they don't, the conversation carries enough research benefit that the university really does come out ahead. It's going to be exciting to see the uh, results of that in, in various ways in the years ahead as 
we visit with Dr. Stephen Reed. And Dr. Reed, as we head into the final uh, couple of minutes of the program, uh, as you look down the road here a bit, two years, three years, five years, whatever it may be, what are your hopes for the impact of, of this work on the future of Baylor? My hope for this work is that the whole faculty recognizes that we are a whole faculty. We are not subpopulations. What holds us together is our Christian mission. What holds us together is that we are Baylor Bears. One of the things I find interesting when you look at the religious demographics of Baylor, we are currently a community without a religious majority. And here's what I mean by that. We have a significant number of non-denominational Protestants. We have a large group of Roman Catholic Protestants. We have a large group of Baptists. We have a group of Orthodox Christians. We have a group of uh, Jewish uh, faculty and students. But no one group is the majority group. But together, we are a faithful majority. And I think that becomes a good model for us institutionally. There is no one group that sort of says we are in control. But together, we are a community following really the lead of our Christian goals to move us forward. Well, that's exciting. That's a, a great summary and a, a great vision. And Dr. Reed, really appreciate you taking the time. And we look forward to having you on again as we, we talk about more exciting initiatives and opportunities that, that come from your office. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Dr. Stephen Reed, Vice Provost for Faculty Diversity and Belonging, our guest today on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. A reminder, you can hear this and other programs online, baylor.edu slash connections, and you can subscribe to the program on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections.